0: Good to be back.
1: Hi. Hi, how are you? You know, no, I'm good. Things have been much slower, actually. They haven't been as crazy, which is nice. How about you? Oh. How was was your Easter?
0: Easter was fantastic. Got to go visit some family and see my nieces. Yeah, had a great time. Ate a lot of food. A lot of food. Like, I'm still sweating out banana pudding right now.
1: I feel like I am 98% ham right now. (laughs)
0: ham to get salty ham
1: like i feel it in my not not to quote love actually but i feel it in my fingers and i feel it in my toes
0: Mm
1: -hmm. ham is all around me
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be a hit by the way
1: yeah it's gonna totally uh, or i'm getting sued either one of those it's only one of those two answers that's gonna happen um yeah we had our our big easter party on saturday and it is an annual tradition involving plastic eggs stuffed with pieces of paper that people have to go out and, and find, and then do whatever's on the piece of paper. It's in a, booze, right? It, there's a lot of booze involved. Yes, it is called the boozy Easter egg.
0: <laughs> it's all in the name
1: for for that reason. But I did I did a uh, ten pound smoked ham oh. on the big green egg. I did it like with a tequila glaze. It was like, and it is, it was it like I feel like my life before ham and my life after ham is very there's a schism. Ah. from this from this ham it was it was a magical ham i'm never going to make another ham on my gre- big green egg that is not the tequila ham
0: mm-hmm. a h mm-hmm. after ham
1: after ham it was b h and a h mm. and i i have eaten that ham every God, that single day sounds delicious i have eaten it every day
0: oh we might we
1: ham. might have a ham break
0: we might have to have a ham break in like two minutes
1: <laughs> <laughs> this episode is three minutes in and we're having a ham break oh
0: ham break gotta go bye just kidding
1: Oh, I was going to tell you something strange that happened today.
0: Oh, please tell me.
1: So I went to the grocery store to pick up cucumbers for one of our drinks and was walking out of the grocery store and there was this big burly dude who was wearing a t-shirt and I only saw the top half of the shirt when I was walking in. I, I, I didn't see the bottom and the top said American by birth. And I was like, anything past that is it's just going to be a terrible shirt. Uh-huh. I know it's going to be terrible. I don't know what the second half of that shirt is though. It's like, okay, American by birth. The second half of the shirt was plumber by choice. No. American by birth, plumber by choice.
0: Proud of it.
1: I have so many follow-up questions to like, um, are there people who are plumbers by birth?
0: Yeah, plumbers by birth, uh, uh, American by choice.
1: Yeah, are American plumbers better?
0: That's a good question. Do you have any um, European plumbers listening?
1: Could you just give us some feedback on do. if you're a, you know, like Scottish plumber by birth?
0: <laughs> you're listening going, wait, what does my t-shirt say?
1: Or if you're like, oh, my God, other people chose to be plumbers. I was just born this way.
0: Plumber by birth, by choice. Mm-hmm. I- I'm just taking it in right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, we can we can really delve into this as long as we want to. But American by birth, plumber by choice. And I, I What really a day. What a Wednesday, huh? Just really wanted to ask why and uh, many questions. Most of them started with why.
0: <laughs> no, how's later,
1: but why? Why? Where? Where did Where? you get this shirt? Who thought this was a good idea to make this a shirt? Was there an argument that led to this having to be a shirt?
0: Yeah. was Is it like, did, did you get it at like one of those beachside places in Myrtle Beach? Or maybe just down the road?
1: Yeah, like the Prideful Plumber store?
0: Yeah. There's that Prideful Plumber store down the road. You, if you're American and you've chosen to be a plumber, you come on down here and get your
1: shirt. net
0: Or something on that internet thing. Anyway.
1: Overlypatrioticplumbers.net. net. <laughs> Because you know it's America. a dot .NET. it's a dot .NET site. Yeah, it's yeah. not a. It's not a .dotcom. But yeah, I have I have gonna just be stewing on that shirt for a while. I'm I was I was I very much enjoyed it. That's a good one. Yeah, it was solid. Anyway, so yeah, that was the uh, big exciting thing for my day was American by birth and plumber by choice. That's great. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm back on social media now. Yay!
1: That's right. You had your your Lent.
0: Yeah, I gave it up and then got back on and uh, just taking a look at life online now <laughs> again. Which is funny because um, I haven't been on Facebook for over a year, and twice I've tried to get back on, Like, and it's like noise. I feel like once I you know, download the app put it on my phone, and I'm like, oh, let me open it up. And it's like, bah! that's what it, it, I hear in my brain every time I open it up. It's just like, blah, blah, blah. okay, close it back off, open back up, blah, blah, blah. close it back up, delete, gone. I'm yeah. trying to get back into it, but I'm also like, why? Do what? I have
1: to get into it? No, you don't.
0: My favorite thing, though, with social media is when people say, oh, I wish I could get off. Like, well, what? Okay, you, you you could just delete if you want. I I just wish I could stop doing social media. I'm like, oh, well, it's easy. You just take it off your uh, device, or just stop looking. Like, yeah, yeah, but I just I wish I could do it. Like, oh, okay.
1: That's Damn. a that's American by birth, Facebooker by choice.
0: Big time, big time. Yeah, and I'm I'm loving some of the uh, the hashtags I'm seeing too. I, I see a lot more, like more definitely more than two. Of like hashtags that are like you know my friends are better than yours or like this is better than that I'm looking at the photo like I don't think it is like I don't like your friends seem great I don't know them but I I don't think they're better
1: Yeah I don't know why we're why (laughs) we need to compare Why do we have to
0: like throw that at each other Like I have eyes I have Instagram so I'm looking like oh um sure that could be better I suppose Yeah I'm I'm really enjoying food and babies (laughs) Not really (laughs) I don't know Anyway yeah it's good to be back and it's good to you know, when I call people and they don't answer their phone, it's good that I can reach them on social media again.
1: Hey, yeah, so, you can yeah. Re- reach out to them in other ways.
0: Yeah, it's like they won't answer their phone call, but then I can post something. And it's like, 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 there you are. There's a pulse. You're, <laughs> you're still there. All right.
1: You're just scared of talking on the phone. It's so frightening.
0: Oh, human interaction. Oof.
1: I mean, people actively avoid talking on the phone.
0: Big time. There's a, I have a few friends. It's great. Like, I can talk to them on the phone forever, and it's awesome. But there are some where yeah, it's like, yeah, no. Hey, how are you? Um, anyway, Bye. <laughs> Like, oh cool! You
1: know, okay. Oh cool! You have you have no skills to, to right. talk in person anywhere. That's yeah. great. I'm glad. So. I'm glad you're you've made it to adulthood.
0: You're nailing it! Yeah.
1: I, I think your description of Facebook is the most accurate thing I've heard in a long time. Like <laughs> that is that is completely accurate of yeah. what Facebook is, and I use it less and less and less. Mm-hmm. But it is a way to keep in touch with family. And it so, is like that's that's one of the ways. But like yeah, I it is it's not enjoyable anymore.
0: Yeah. Wasn't it? Do you remember when it was fun? It I was feel like really it was fun, fun a little mm-hmm. while ago. And now it is just a lot of shit going on. Like, I, I activate it, and I'm getting on. Shit, if I'm in front of, like, a laptop, and I'm looking, there's, like, the, the feeds and the this is and the thats. and the. I never got into the games, like, whatever that shit you get, you get invited oh, to God a thousand damn,
1: Farmville. times. Oh, goddamn Farmville. Farmville, that was
0: it. Holy shit. Like, Farmville, Farmville, Farmville. Like, is, is this code for something? Are you in danger? Why do I keep getting Farmville? Is this, like, you yeah. need me to come to your house? Like, what's yeah. going on? Like, hi, I'm inviting you to Farmville again. Okay blink three times yeah is this a
1: sex cult <laughs> uh, yeah wait what
0: is this, is this oh, it's it's four in the afternoon you're inviting me to farmville all okay, right, right. sounds <laughs> good. i didn't down. think we were those kind of friends Whoa. but all right <laughs> but uh, yeah I, I i really enjoyed facebook when it was fun and it's really not i every time i get back every time the, the, the two times i've tried to get back on i'm like nah you, this is too much i can't yeah. do it yeah. like no and then and for, again sadly it is i will see people respond to a post who won't respond to a text or phone call like well i guess this is the, the new world we're in so sure sure so and I, I i guess so i guess also events i really miss events that way yeah somehow. well that's it's the like,
1: easiest oh. way to organize events it
0: is that's very true as well yeah
1: that's probably one of the main reasons also uh i stay on is just for the event portion of it
0: and the religion and politics—that's what I love.
1: I, you know, I come for the event. I stay for the religion. I mean, and politics.
0: I really want you to tell me how I'm wrong. I really want to.
1: You know what? We should talk it. about in the public forum: vaccinations and also politics.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Religion, definitely religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whole lot of that. Just mix it all up. Really just,
0: to, just lighthearted fun. Yeah. Between nuanced, friends. Nuanced,
1: nuanced conversations. And right. when
0: I say friends, I mean that person you met in two thousand and ten at some cocktail party. You somehow friended the next day.
1: Yeah. Talk to
0: them about real life stuff. Yeah.
1: That person you grew up with you haven't seen since nineteen ninety four. You should really talk to them oh about gosh, what's going yes. on. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: they're, the thing. I, I would see photos of like a really, ha- like, I had like, oh, that's a fine looking family. And then I realized, I don't know who the fuck these people are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why am I friends with them? It's
0: like, oh, wait. Uh, I like back up, back up, back up.
1: I met you once,
0: but you do have a fine looking family. Good luck. Yeah. Whoa, goodbye.
1: Do you know, this is truly terrible, but this is my strategy for like, act- I try not to unfriend people, you hmm. know, unless I really don't know why they're there, um, is you unfriend them on their birthday. It's because they're not looking at their numbers or anything like that, oh, usually on their birthday. And, and they're already so- getting all kinds of attention. And so you can just like <laughs> ghost, ghost on somebody on their Facebook birthday. I'm
0: just picturing this, this like ballroom of the person on stage, and everyone's waving, and you like back out of the room to the double door. I'm like, beep, beep, like yeah, leave exactly quietly. Like I'm out. like maybe get some punch, maybe yeah. some free cake. I'm like, I get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, exactly that. Happy birthday! Like, they're having a big party. They're being celebrated. They're fine. They're being loved. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I gonna sneak out. I'm gonna sneak out the side door. You don't never come back. Never come back. You don't need to know, but if I do it on like a random Tuesday, maybe they're, they're down. Oh, they're they'll re- check. Yeah, they're like, to check, oh, and then it's then it's the whole friends thing. Anymore? Yeah, Ugh. and you're like, because we were never friends in I the first don't really place.
0: I already know you. Sorry. Yeah, and we don't need to talk about how we met. Yeah, or, it's just oof, that one time. Anyway, yeah.
1: I once dated your sibling. Like, I don't, I don't you know. <laughs> right. It's mm, no. Or anyway. like
0: I think it was like um like a chamber event. I would meet some people and become friends, and I'm like, okay, cool. And mm-hmm. then like years later, well, I don't, I don't have a business anymore, so yeah. it's like I don't know if I
1: should no. keep. Doing this so. and again twitter is the place for a lot of that yeah i'm okay following people on twitter that i only met once if they're funny or like they're interesting i love
0: following comedians on twitter yeah like that that's fun and still though 2019 there's still a lot of serious shit out there oh like a lot of just like oh this is heavy <laughs> like what's funny anymore what isn't like oh gosh um
1: anyway anywho happier topic
0: happier topic yeah we are uh here with the mint julep that's this, this week's episode well,
1: First, this is Just the Tipple.
0: Oh, let's this, this back up a little bit. Welcome to Just the Tipple.
1: This is a Comedy History and Drinks podcast. It's hosted by me. I'm Sarah Spooner. And hello, I'm Wes Waking. And we're going to um, drink some mint juleps and talk about mint juleps and uh, get our minty julepy on.
0: That's right. Just in time for the big horse race coming up.
1: There's a big horse race There's coming There's a big old up.
0: horse race coming up.
1: Oh, I got to put on my big hat. I was going oh, to put God, on my big derby funny. hat.
0: Shit. Yeah, you need to.
1: And we're going we're gonna, to um, drink and talk about these. So, Wesley,
0: mm-hmm. what
1: do you know about the mint julep?
0: What I know, without looking at any notes, before I even dug anything up, the mint julep, I always associate with the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I seem to always have it that one weekend <laughs> or yeah. that day. Yeah. I never really pursue it any other day. I have had it on days other than that, but like pursuing it and making it and getting to it. I did it. I remember when I had a little garden a few years ago and you grew mint like one does where mint just fucking explodes. It was like so much of it and ended up just making some simple syrup and got some bourbon and made a bunch. (laughs) So that was fun. But I really just always think of Kentucky Derby. It's like a uh, drink
1: I do not think of 364 days a year. No, not not,
0: not a Halloween thing, not Christmas. No. How about you? What do you What do you got? Uh, the, um, yeah, I thought
1: of beautiful silver cups.
0: That's another thing. Yes,
1: mint and and very very drunk people in seersucker. That's what I think of when I think of the mint jewel. Yes,
0: drunk <laughs> people in dresses, hats, seersucker.
1: Yeah, yelling at horses with really strange names.
0: Yes, yes. It would be
1: like McGinty's coat rack is coming up on the the backside, and you know.
0: I went to what the
1: fuck kind of horse name a is
0: couple that? of parties over the years where I would just start to yell names of horses that weren't real, just to be like Forrest Gump, yeah. Forrest Spartacus, <laughs> and people. And there were a few times I could think of people looking at me like, "What?" Or, or, they, or they're on to it, like, "Wait a second, that's not a real horse." It's
1: I really like, yeah, want there to be Gump. like a uh, Kentucky Derby horse name generator.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: please! I feel like there should be. I, uh, you know, we we could use the internet and find out if there was one. But uh, yeah, I feel like there should be like a aspirational adjective plus like somebody's name <laughs> or um, a, a boutique noun. It's like aspirational adjective boutique noun. And that's that's how you come up with a Kentucky Derby horse name. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm going to need this to be a generator. If somebody out there can make a Kentucky Derby horse name generator, I would really appreciate it.
0: And listen, I, I got to share this. I was in Vegas about a month ago. And there's, um, at a few of the casinos, machines of like face fake plastic horses. Yes. Where they like race and people are putting money on it. I'm like, Okay, you know, slot machines one thing, but this is insane. Like watching these ho- like these fake little plastic horses go around with like the sounds of a race and people were like, "Come on, number 7." Like, "Huh?" Okay, well, I guess we could bet on fake horses that Fake horses. It feels rigged <laughs> because it is, but like, "Oh, well, like I would I would watch like a few of these races and I was like, "Wow." People were, and it was like people were surrounding these tables like, "Ah,
1: real horses." i like, "No, these are plastic fake horses." That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Yeah.
0: Not the weirdest thing I've seen in Vegas, but one of them, maybe top 10.
1: I mean, the the weirdest things I've seen in Vegas are a numerous list that should not ever be made. Yeah,
0: that's all we gotta say about that. But wow, yeah.
1: All right, I did find, I did find a Kentucky Derby horse name generator.
0: Oh boy! All okay, right, we're... so
1: we're gonna we're gonna try you, Wes. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna try figure out your Kentucky Derby horse name. What's the your birthday's in what What's the date like the number?
0: Uh, six sixteen.
1: All right, your <laughs> your horse name is Salty. Your mom.
0: Wait. Salty Your Mom? Oh, well,
1: let's try another one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That doesn't,
1: that doesn't sound accurate. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, it might be. Uh. No,
1: it, it always comes, <laughs> up, it comes up with Salty, salty Your really. Mom. Yeah, I feel like we need to... All right, I'm going to i gonna—I'm oh, gonna try my God. to come up with my uh, Kentucky Derby horse name. The Greatest Bruiser.
0: You're the Greatest Bruiser? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. And I'm Salty Your Mom? Salty
1: Your Mom. I feel like we need to find a better one for you. I think we... What's your middle I kind of like it. That's kind of
0: fun. It's what? like salt to your mom. Like, whoa, dude. Whoa. Easy. Shots fired. Easy. Like, we're this is just a race.
1: What's your middle initial? S. Okay. I know this is very exciting for a podcast, but it's no, entertaining as yep, listen. It is. You should find your Kentucky Derby horse name yeah, you should generator right now. The greatest your mom.
0: What? <laughs> you <come> oh. <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> why the, why the your mom? <laughs> what have I done? What
1: horse is named your mom? <laughs>
0: The greatest, your mom. Okay, cool. That's what I'm going to cool. change my Twitter handle to. Great,
1: great. Yeah, <laughs> we're changing the theme of this podcast. The greatest,
0: your mom. The greatest, your mom. I, I think I'm going to come in like at least fifth with that one.
1: Easily. You, you know, you're going to have like forty to one odds, and then and you're going to come in. Yeah, I think if I think of betting, a whole lot of betting, lots of
0: betting. But oh, yeah.
1: again, we're we're going into the derby rather than the drink. But mm-hmm. so I, you know, I love to do the research and stuff and learn about where the. The mint julep comes from. It turns out it's like super, super, super old, which I didn't realize that. Did it
0: originate in the southern United States?
1: It originated. It actually, the word julep derives from the ancient Persian word gulab, which is basically rose water with sugar. Mm. So it was rose petals, water, and a little bit of sweeteners. And then in in Arabic, it became julab, J-U-L-A-B, and translate over to Latin as julapium, wow yeah so that's actually where julep comes from is the latin how far back julep. are we going here we're talking like the 1400s 1500s wow. like we're going way way back
0: that's before america that
1: was it was pre-america plumber
0: that's, by not born yet
1: no that plumber <laughs> that plumber was tbd that's right um
0: that was before ham <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was way before <laughs> ham <laughs> ham had not come on the picture Hammond.
0: yet <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs> anyway <laughs>
1: so uh yeah the julep was introduced to the mediterranean region so they brought it over to the mediterranean and um, mint grows naturally around the mediterranean mm-hmm. it's much easier to find than rose petals so they they started just using the the mint instead of rose petals and so it was like basically sugary like a sweetened water with mint so that's mm-hmm. kind of the basis for the julep and that's what the julep is but the like what we know of as a mint julep is Developed in Virginia mm-hmm. in the late 1700s or early 1800s. Yeah. And it's considered high society. It probably came from the upper classes in Virginia. Mm. Pro- yeah, probably early sometime in the 1700s. Um, that they, it, You know, they, they don't really know. Hmm.
0: But is a fixture for um, Derby Weekend.
1: It is a fixture for Derby Weekend. So it, at first, the first description of it appeared in print in a book by John Davis, who was a Brit. And the book, because I love reading old book names because mm-hmm. they're so literal like, there's no w- mystery about what this book is about. <laughs> the book is called Travels of Four Years and a Half in the United States, 1798 to 1802. I wonder what that's about. It sounds like a page turner. It's probably a romance mystery book. It's got to be. Definitely. Definitely one of those. And he described the drink as dram of spiritous liquor that has mint steeped in it, taken by Virginians in the morning. Mm. Because it was a breakfast drink it was a morning drink which is this is crazy to me is was used by farmers to basically get jolted awake like similar to how, like how we use coffee today mm-hmm. they would like wake up and drink a, a mint julep and then go on and and uh tackle the their farm yeah, yeah do it you know drink a mint julep go use machinery it sounds safe <laughs> checks out <laughs>
0: it's the worst that could possibly happen
1: but the original first mint juleps weren't bourbon they were usually rum or cognac or brandy Mm -hmm. um maybe a rye and it was considered a um, medicinal drink um in 1784 it was prescribed to soothe aching stomachs and help patients with difficulty swallowing which i feel like if you have difficulty swallowing maybe not prescribing a beverage is the exact thing you should be doing
0: Hmm. we got this uh julep for you that'll fix that right up
1: it's got leaves in it it'll be fine Mm -hmm. you won't choke on those
0: Got some green. Get it in there.
1: It's fine. It's all healthy. But the switch over to bourbon probably came from poor people. Oh. Because they can't afford the imported brandies and rums and stuff. So they were just going to use what they made locally. So they were doing whiskeys and bourbons. So all that also happened. So that's the American part of the history. Okay. Senator Henry Clay is the one who first brought it to D.C. in 1850. And Henry Clay is like an insane dude, if you ever have a chance to look at Henry Clay. He was Secretary of State during the War of 1812. He was the um, Speaker of the House at one point. Like, he's kind of all over the place. And he helped... Broker the Treaty of Galt which ended the War of eighteen twelve, oh. and he was a crazy looking dude. But he was a senator from Kentucky. I'm
0: looking at his picture right now. Yeah, he, he, God, he looks like a ghost.
1: Uh huh. He looks like he a, is a ghost. He, now. I mean, he, yeah. Now he, this was before ghost. This is BG pre ghost, pre ghost, pre ghost Henry Clay.
0: Yeah, this is after Ham, ghost.
1: <laughs> yes, after Ham, before, before ghost. Yes. Wow. Yeah, A H B G Henry Clay. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Henry Clay's Kentucky Derby name is. Um <laughs> What's his horse name? Uh,
0: <laughs> what What is that site you have? I it was know... for
1: the Courier Journal is the one who pulled it up. Okay. I used a very detailed search and said, Kentucky Derby horse name generator. And it was the first link that popped up. I'm sure there's a better one. I would like to know.
0: Oh, no, I found it. This is great. Okay, I'm just going to have yeah. that on hand. Yeah. Should we need We're to. Like,
1: Where, we, we lost West for a couple hours. Where did he go? Oh, he's he's just looking up Kentucky Derby horse names. So yeah, Henry Henry Clay, creepy, uh, living ghost dude, brought the mint julep to D.C. in to the Round Robin Bar, and apparently the Willard Hotel, which is still active in D.C., uses his recipe to this day. So his his mint julep recipe is the one that they still use. But that's kind of like what made the drink known more throughout mm. the country was Henry Clay bringing it from Kentucky. He was originally a Virginian, but Kentucky kind of embraced it because they could use the bourbon, and that's their local you know local liquor, and they could mint is local
0: mm-hmm. you know it, was, it, it was a very
1: very easy drink to have as a local drink so kentucky derby as we've been talking about which is all i think about when i drink a mint julep
0: yeah i've been here trying to think of other times but no so um, I, I played, thanks henry clay I,
1: I played trumpet in middle school and so did i hey oh my gosh that actually makes so much sense that <laughs> you and i were both trumpet players
0: oh some memories there how can i be louder right <laughs> yes
1: and I was really tempted to see if I could track down a trumpet, because I used to be able to play the like the the volley for the Kentucky Derby. You know, that bum 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 ba, da, bum ba da uh-huh. bum 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 Yes. That was a little off-key. I apologize. No, uh-huh. you're good. Do it again. Perfect. One more time. One more time from the top. Cut it out. Editor. Oh, that's me. That's right. <laughs> Future Sarah, cut it out. So, one of the things, I, I got some some uh, stats from the Kentucky Derby. Mm. So, two-day weekend, Kentucky Derby, they sell 120,000 mint juleps trackside. Wow. For comparison, attendance is 158,000.
0: Good gracious.
1: And those 120,000 mint juleps that they sell in two days, that's 10,000 bottles of bourbon, 1,000 pounds of fresh mint, and 60,000 pounds of ice.
0: That's a lot of all of that.
1: That is so much. Like, I don't know how you source that much mint.
0: And we're talking about the, the OG one. the OG, yeah. Your yeah. basic
1: yes. mint julep. What we're drinking is OG... OG Mint Julep, and it is five to six very large leaves of mint, muddled, mm-hmm. smashed up with some Demeria simple syrup, and a couple ounces of some of Kentucky's finest bourbon, and then mixed it all up with ice and add a fresh sprig, and that's it. So really simple. Um, Again,
0: it's easy. We've said this before, so guys.
1: We're gonna, one day we're going to do a super complicated We're
0: going to do a super complicated episode of super complicated
1: It'll Never. be called Just the Super Complicated. Just
0: Super Complicated. Wait for it.
1: Yeah. Maybe just go buy this one. That'll yeah. be that. what that episode's called. But yeah, that's like 10,000 bottles of bourbon.
0: That's so many.
1: That's wow. That's many much bourbons. And on that note, we're going to go get another one. Yeah. Round two. Yeah, this one just looks refreshing as hell.
0: Have we talked about what we're drinking at these out of yet?
1: Oh, no, we have we have not. Um, these are the wishing boot glasses. Mm-hmm. They are, yeah, pint glasses that are shaped like cowboy boots. And yeah,
0: go to the uh, Instagram account to see the photos.
1: Why, why does an adult woman own these? Because she saw them and got irrationally excited and bought them and um, likes to drink out of them when she feels sad. Yeah. Here, let's knock boots. Let's
0: knock boots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, you get to make that joke. Mm-hmm.
0: This is the cucumber one.
1: Yeah, so um, not to throw all of julep on its head but we're throwing juleps on its head with this one so this is a cucumber julep so my it's my word mm-hmm. oh my gracious
0: my word this is delicious
1: so it's simple syrup and lime juice so we're getting that really refreshingness from that and then cucumber juice i i blended a cucumber and then filtered it and then a vodka and fresh mint and a little bit of cucumber on the side so super super refreshing but otherwise mm. Again, I think if you don't like bourbon, this would be the, the drink that you would get instead.
0: Yeah, and this could you? I mean, again, the your basic. I'm sorry to use that word, but your normal mint julep, I associate with that one day of the year. But this, I feel like, could be.
1: All this is summer. summertime. Yeah, yeah. This just tastes like summertime. Like I, w- I, would definitely drink this one again on a hot day, especially because you know, I, again, you were you were talking about it earlier. Like you have mint everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it I didn't even make it into my garden everywhere. to get the mint. It, had, it has escaped my garden and has made to it to my yard. Yeah, it's yeah. just knocking on my door. Hey, okay, pick me. It's like, hey, um, you seem to be in need. I'm here. Uh, oh, damn it, mint. <laughs> damn you. Oh, so back to the OG. What are we drinking again? Um, <laughs> juleps. <laughs> the julep, yes. The OG julep. <laughs> I OG promise julep. I've only had one. Back to the, the julep. So the julep became the official drink of the Kentucky Derby in 1938. Oh. So it, it, has, it has been the official drink.
0: What was the drink of the Kentucky Derby before that? Uh, probably like
1: rickets, <laughs> scurvy. I'm <not> scurvy. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, I feel like every drink we've talked about at some point has been involved with like health, <laughs> like th- helping you somehow get better at something.
1: I was laughing about that because I was like, every drink we've had has been like started started as some sort of medicinal thing that like, no, no, no we, we do this to make our, ourselves more healthy and better and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
0: to feel better. I have a mint julep in the morning.
1: Yeah. It's it, it the day the farm day. started. <laughs> Vit, vim, and vigor.
0: <laughs> the sun has come up. I've got to go feed the chickens. Yes. Let's have a julep.
1: Have a julep. There was actually a great, I was reading an account from a General Taylor who, his father was Zachary Taylor. Yeah, President Zachary Taylor. So it was uh, Zachary Taylor's son who was telling the story of getting like bogged down somewhere outside of Charlottesville and they're in like a, sh- you know, mud camp and it smells like, you know, whole lot of really really dirty men and sickness and it's awful and he gets invited by like a local out to their their uh, mansion for breakfast and gets served these absolutely gorgeous mint juleps and silver cups and all of his all of his troops are like you know festering out into the mud and he's sitting there drinking a mint julep out of a silver cup and he's like mm, am i okay with this yeah i'm totally okay with this
0: yeah, nothing wrong with this oh,
1: yeah of course the virginians know how to have breakfast so the, the Kentucky Derby was the first race was in 1875. The Kentucky Derby was founded by Meriwether Meriwether Lewis Clark. And if the name Meriwether Lewis and the name Clark sound interesting together, you you might um, know him as the grandson of William Clark, and named after his best friend Meriwether Lewis of Lewis and Clark fame. What? Yeah, his name is Meriwether Lewis Clark after Lewis and Clark. Oh. Which is very different than Lewis and Clark. Which was a 90s, 90s sitcom no. about Superman. It's Superman? Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> Dean Kane.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Oh, my God. Very different. <laughs> oh, I, I love that I was like, wait. Look, oh, oh, no,
1: you just yeah. gave me the face that was like, You're, are we going there? Yeah, We're there going we are, there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're going to Terry Hatcher and Dean Kane and Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. How can oh. that sound out on Netflix? You know what? It might be and nobody's going to watch it. Yeah.
0: My, my wife will find it. I've started calling her the... Um, streaming archaeologist because she'll just dig up these shows from like two thousand and eight or nineteen ninety nine, or she'll be like, "Look, Body of Proof." I'm like, ah, I remember that." She's like, "This is so great."
1: You're like, "Like what? that's
0: great." And she's like, "ER." Do you remember this? I'm like, "Yeah, I do remember ER." <laughs> I love. So let ER. start watching it again. I'm like, okay,
1: yeah, it's on Hulu, I think.
0: Yeah, on Hulu, every yeah. episode.
1: It's amazing. So, yeah. If you haven't ever watched ER, it was uh, Grey's Anatomy before. Before Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, it's better.
1: There's one guy who loses an arm from a helicopter, and then like two seasons later, he gets crushed to death by a helicopter.
0: The helicopter was coming. That for him.
1: helicopter was coming for him, man. What did he also, do to the he helicopter? Was a dick.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the universe saying, "Fuck you."
1: Yeah, that was Final Dubs Destination Helicopter oh. Edition.
0: You got away once, not <laughs> not, not again, not
1: again. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a really jerk doctor, but he he and a helicopter. They had they had a battle. Um, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, not losing. And, and Clark.
0: we're back. Okay.
1: And, and, Low, not Lewis and not Clark. Not Lo- Lewis, yeah. Lewis and Clark. So yeah, Meriwether Lewis Clark, grandson of William Clark, bought at least this property from his uncles, who were John and Henry Churchill, which is why it's called Churchill Downs, yeah. and and started the Kentucky Derby. Um, it is the longest running sporting event in the United States, the one oh. that's still going. So that's pretty cool. And he basically lost all his money and committed suicide. Mm. But the race got shortened. It was a mile and a half long. So it was a lot longer than most races. And I got shortened to a mile and a quarter in 1896. And then that's also the first year they did the um, Garland of Roses. And so it became the Running of the Roses after 1896. So it's still, you know, uh, 158,000 in attendance and watched all around the world. The fastest two minutes in sports. Have you ever been? No. We have pitched it to clients before, but I've never had a chance to go. I haven't either. It looks like a madhouse. Like, it looks like something I'm much more comfortable watching on television. Yeah. Because I've been to horse races before and polo matches because I grew up in horse country. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing that happens. And they're fine. Polo matches are actually legit fun. Polo is, is actually very entertaining to go watch. But horse ra- races, you're like, and they're fast.
0: Yeah. They're And they're done.
1: And again, I don't like gambling that much. So, like, I don't know. What
0: are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I put $5 on the pink horse. Like... On Sparkly, your mom, (laughs) whatever.
0: Oh no, yeah. Was it? What's that damn name? (laughs) Salty, your mom. (laughs) Salty, your mom. (laughs) Oh god.
1: That's.
0: (laughs) Jeez. I mean,
1: yeah. If it was like Salty Chrysanthemum or something, I would believe it as a horse name. Yes, that makes more sense. It's a it's a solid horse name. So oh. (laughs)
0: Sorry, I was I was on the uh, generator trying to find a way around it, and it keeps coming back to your mom.
1: Yeah, I think the 16th. I think the 16th Damn, is what really? gives you your the, the your God. mom part. That's saucy, your mom.
0: <laughs> well, let's <just> take a <laughs> screenshot of this real quick.
1: That'll that'll get posted. <laughs> yeah, it
0: sure will. Oh no. Sorry.
1: Yes, please go uh, Google the. Well, you know, we'll put a link in our yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Look for just it. Just follow us on our Twitter or our Instagram. You can you can find the your Kentucky Derby horse name <laughs> generator. <laughs> Just in time for the race.
0: Oh, well, that's great. So and saved a photo. Right. And anyway, saved. Um, that's perfect. What
1: we oh. Talking about? oh, god. oh, uh. so um, <laughs> everything when I was researching for the. The julep everything was like you have to drink it out of the silver cup you got to have your silver cup why this and i was cup? like literally my notes say why the silver right. cup. right
0: yeah i just looked down I was like yeah i thought that too like silver cup silver cups like okay okay whatever for
1: and i mean is does it serve a, and like there was all these notes about how you're supposed to hold the silver cup from the top and the bottom so as not to mess up the frostiness in the middle Ooh. that the cold frost that appears on the glass and i was like what like what wow. what is going on with this glass and so my notes they, i couldn't really find a whole lot but it said that as early as 1816 kentucky like county fairs were giving away silver julep cups as prizes so they were already a thing by that point point. Mm-hmm. and there were two theories about why they are like a thing i think one they both basically make sense but one is like uh, the silver cup frosts up. you know it, it gets that frostiness on the outside mm-hmm. and you're living in the south and there's no air conditioning. Yeah. And so the holding onto a cold glass and drinking something really really cold was a way to cool down. And so it was it was a, also a status symbol that you had ice in the middle of the summer or when it was warm out. so you would have this frosty glass that held ice longer and, and showed coldness. So that was one of the theories. and the other theory is that, and my family has actually done this before, we, those silver cups, the, the mint julep cup, were like monogrammed and given dates and stuff. And so they were given as gifts for like births and christenings mm. and weddings and, I don't know, graduations and, you know, know another random shit that you're attending. And so you already had a collection of these cups in your house because, you know, there's Tibby's cup and there's Salty Your Mom's cup and... <laughs> All the other cups, and there's so Bruiser's cup. there's Bruiser's cup, and yeah, there's Bubba's.
0: Bubba's Bruiser.
1: Mm-hmm. There's there's Babs's cup. Yeah, whatever. And so they already had them around, and so they could use, and so you would use like your own personal monogrammed cup that had like your date on it, and it was a way of showing off the cups you already had in your house and that kind of stuff. So I don't know, but none of those make complete sense about why they would be at the derby. Um, so if anybody knows yeah, like the exact know. reason, cause those are the only things I could find. We had like pewter cups with our names and stuff on them when we were kids. Like we all had like monogrammed pewter cup with our birth dates. I wonder what happened to mine. I wonder if like my family sold it or something. <laughs> <Their> <laughs> parents were mad at me one day and sold it. I don't know. Hmm. I'm one of five wonder. kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> call mom and dad.
1: I'm, I'm amazed I'm still around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with you there. I couldn't find anything definitive on that silver cup history. Mm. A lot of this and that here and there, like, oh. but nothing like. Here's where it began.
1: Like, oh. Yeah, there's nothing definitive about why. Also, I don't own them. I'm no. not I'm not spending like sixty bucks on silver cups that I use once a year.
0: I'll tell you what, a glass boot oh. works just fine. A glass
1: boot <laughs> makes for a solid beverage. Mm. Solid beverage choice. Thanks, World Market clearance rack.
0: Mm. I gotta go to World Market.
1: Yeah, I mean, it several years ago I found
0: oh. those. So. This episode brought to you by World Market.
1: World Market. Do you want to pretend like you have style, but don't want to put in a whole lot of effort into it? World Market.
0: Want to buy a rug, a candle, and some chocolate-covered cookies?
1: World Market. <laughs> Boutique olives, front doormat, and some earrings for your mom? World Market.
0: That water you see with the aloe chunks in it?
1: World Market. <laughs> well,
0: everything. Actually,
1: I mean, World Market, if you want to sponsor us, we'd totally do it.
0: Yeah, totally. We're just, you know, we're your friends.
1: Yeah, don't don't even get me started. Um, so anyway, ingredients of <laughs> ingredients of a julep. So mint, simple syrup, and bourbon, right? That's mm-hmm. OG. That's the OG. So mint is the healthy part we were talking about. It's part of the Lambiaceae family of plants. That's now how you yeah, pronounce yeah. it. And one of the things they're known for, and I'm gonna actually make show you this, yeah. is the square stalk. So look at the stock, and if you feel it, you can actually see the like distinct sides. You feel around it. It's not a it's not a round stock, it's a square stock. Isn't that crazy?
0: It's totally true, guys. I'm, I'm holding the stock right
1: now. And, it's and you're like, oh, my gosh. It's square. It's got edges. Wow. And there's oh, that. only like 18 oh. to 20 plants that are, are part of the Lambiaca family. Um, and they're all edible. Mm. And they're all aromatic. And so, like, basically half the shit in your spice cabinet is probably part of the Lambiaca family. So, like, basil, rosemary, lavender, Thyme, um, sage, mint, peppermint, spearmint—all that shit is part of the same family. They're, so they're all all like,
0: a bunch of squares.
1: All a bunch of squares. They're all a bunch of squares. Oh gosh. Um, but they're very. Oh, thanks for my stem back. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're all edible and they're they're cool. But oh, I was going to tell you medicinal uses of. Meat. Oh, good. Because you know what is an episode without talking about? That's right.
0: How it's good for you.
1: How how drinking is good for you. That's really what we're talking about. Um, so mint is one of the highest antioxidant capacities of any plant. So really, really good for you. Um, it also contains anti-inflammatory agent. That's called rosamininic acid. I'm sure I mispronounced mm. that. I don't care. And it's supposed to help with seasonal allergies. It's so like mint chocolate
0: chip ice cream. You know? Totally good for oh, you. It's good for yes, allergies. Yes, I knew it. Yes, yeah. I'm healed. Gosh.
1: I feel so fit. I've eaten
0: that for years.
1: Woo-hoo. I just want to keep using the phrase vim and vigor for some reason. But yeah, mint helps you with allergies, which is really cool. Peppermint water. And then, and then I like went down this rabbit hole of shit that people say mint is good for. And this oh was gosh. one of my favorites was peppermint water may help prevent nipple cracks and nipple pain in first time mothers who are breastfeeding. So rub some julep rub, some julep, rub some up on your nipples. You'll be fine. <laughs> it does contain menthol, not methanol. Okay. I got that confused in the... <laughs> in the moonshine (laughs) episode menthol it's a natural aromatic decongestant and it helps with like phlegm and stuff like that so mint is really good for your lungs in helping you get better with a sore throat so there's that um it also helps with ulcers pain relief irritable bowels i can't say that ibs indigestion gas insect bites rashes and It is a natural antimicrobial agent and breath freshener, which is why it's in toothpaste. That's Mm. why we have mint flavored toothpaste. a super plant. Mint is actually like a legit ingredient for toothpaste and stuff. So like, it's not just like, why is that? Minty flavor. Yeah. Why is that the the flavor we chose for toothpaste? Because it seems kind of arbitrary, but no, there's like actually a reason for it. But yeah, so like that's mint. So it's like, yeah, just eat more mint, guys. It's really good for you. Yeah, do
0: that. I was just about to say that. Just eat more mint.
1: Complete sidebar. I woke up this morning with poison ivy on my hand.
0: I'm I'm looking now and I see it. How did that happen?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: You woke up with it.
1: I woke up like this. To quote what? Beyonce, I don't I don't think I touched anything, particularly poison yesterday. I didn't like run my hands through any plants. I didn't do anything crazy. I am super allergic to poison ivy though. So like my dad can walk through like a field of it, and pick it with his bare hands. No big deal.
0: Like, no hey, big old deal. Friends, right. If
1: I touch a wall that poison ivy touched in 1995. I will have poison ivy. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah, and it will it's already starting to spread. Like, it's all over my hand. There's a spot right there. There's a spot over here on my other arm. And I'm just going to be like, I just need to be in gloves, like rubber <laughs> gloves for an entire season. I'm trying to put mint on it. It didn't work.
0: I don't know if I've ever had poison
1: ivy. Are you serious? Seriously,
0: I'm, like, seriously thinking about it right now. I don't know. <sighs> now, if you're a friend listening and you're like, bullshit, well, it happened to us, like call me or, te- or yeah. text me whenever phone lines are open they are we're waiting <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i can't think of a time that i actually got poison
1: ivy or
0: oak i know what it looks like you know leaves I, of three
1: i hate you so much right now but um
0: yeah i don't know if i could take a bath in it or like roll around in it. i don't know i'm not gonna try that
1: yeah don't don't try that
0: <laughs> i was wrong <laughs> i've got poison ivy <laughs>
1: oh god i regret everything i'm rolling around in it uh. there was a before poison ivy and an after poison ivy and yeah, Yeah. but bo- unfortunately, both of those are before ham.
0: Before ham, yeah, before ham, after poison ivy.
1: I uh, yeah, I get it every single year, multiple times a year. Oh. And I grew up in the woods. Like I've been around poison ivy my entire life. You think I would have developed some sort of immunity? No. I've had to get steroid shots from poison ivy. Like I have had it over like seventy percent of my body. before. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope you're getting itchy just listening to this. Kind of. Yeah, that's fun. Again, <laughs> there it, there it is. There it is. The itch. rub some mint on it. You'll be fine.
0: Just rub some mint on it.
1: Just put some mint on it. Oh my gosh. Oh, but yeah, now my hand itches and now I'm eating a cucumber. So hopefully that helps. So the um, mint juleps that we're trying today, we had OG mint julep mm-hmm. and then we went cucumber just mm-hmm. to go completely the opposite direction.
0: Refreshing, delicious. It's
1: refreshing and delicious. The next one we're going to do is actually a thyme. A about time. It's about time. That's what I've been calling it. Um, I'm sure there's a better Kentucky Derby pun in there, about time. But I, yeah. I'm tired, so I didn't want to yeah. think of it. But it, it's a it's a bourbon time. It's a rye, rye time mm-hmm. julep. It'll be pretty interesting. And then we're going to end actually with Teddy Roosevelt's recipe Teddy. for the mint julep. Because the mint julep was extremely popular with... Um, the White House—it's like a long, long history of the mint julep in the White House, and part of that is also like courting the Southern vote, because oh, it's such a distinctly Southern beverage. Like, I don't know anybody in New England that's like, you know, what we need right now, mint julep.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just not a—it's just not something yeah, they think hey, about.
0: Hey, you guys want a mint julep?
1: Yeah. So it's it's a distinctly Southern thing, and I think that has something to do with it. But who knows? All right, it might, be, it might be time for round three. It might
0: be time for just that.
1: Just that. I'm going to put on a big hat. That rhymed.
0: It did. Um, I'm very excited about the uh, next or the new season of Stranger Things. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be on America Day, 4th of July.
1: Oh, okay, so when are we planning to watch seasons one and two together? Okay,
0: uh, great idea. Probably June. Okay. We can like start next month. We'll just, I'd rather start next month so we're we'll okay. be behind.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so we're not like um, cr- crunch for time. Right.
0: To that, watch. That's a good idea. Like like a series. Like yeah. This day, episodes one through
1: five. Yeah. And
0: the next day, episodes on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The way
1: some people have exercise regimens, I will have a Netflix regimen. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Do you lift? No, but I watch Stranger Things. I
1: watched Stranger Things and it was amazing.
0: I feel I still I feel so swole.
1: Mmm. Swole. They're such cute little kids. Oh god. Now they're awkward god. teenagers, and oh. I'm so here for season three. Absolutely.
0: What what do we have now? This is round three. This
1: is round three, and this is um what it's go time, as oh. I was calling it. Oh T H oh. Y M E, because pun. Yay. So this is bourbon and thyme and simple syrup.
0: A thyme really comes out, I mean, on the nose.
1: Yeah. Woo. And so this is fresh thyme from my garden. I picked it maybe an hour and a half ago and i washed it don't worry
0: oh it's mm, good and dirty
1: but again it's part of the mint family I mm, well you know. and it's also really hard to kill this this time plan ah. is probably four or five years old and i have never cared for it but i can go in the middle of february and pull out fresh time wow, so cool. see the square stem
0: it's also a square i'm i'm holding the stem looking at it right now
1: yeah and that violets also have a square stem but they're an entirely different family of pl- of plant okay i was always mistaken thinking that violets were part of the mint family because of the square stem but violets are a different family so um stop the violets stop the violets <laughs> give peace a chance please so uh kentucky derby parties you've been to a lot of kentucky derby parties in uh, your life
0: i have to say i haven't been to a whole bunch but enough yeah like I can think of a few. Well, actually, the most recently a friend has been putting them on, and they were a lot of fun because it's yeah. really informal and goofy, and there's like dancing and.
1: Friend of the pod.
0: Uh yes, and um, I. But at the same time, there have been um in the past like serious ones. Those are the ones I was yelling out fake names. Yeah. And I was getting like looks, like death stares.
1: Yeah. I was Those like, are who are
0: you with? Like whoa, <laughs> sorry.
1: Sorry, I didn't. The I kind didn't of party
0: that's like what? What does your dad do? Kind of thing.
1: Yes. It's like Ooh. oh. What does your daddy do? What does your
0: daddy do? What family are you from?
1: Listen, if you're over the age of 12, please don't use the word daddy. It creeps me out. Daddy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Daddy let me borrow the boat this weekend. It was splendid.
1: Yeah, that's creepy as hell. Quit it.
0: Sorry. Hey, that reminds me. This has a really good mouthfeel.
1: (laughs) God damn it. This has been Words That Bother Sarah Corner.
0: Okay, we're done. Stop the violets. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Yes, but we're going to... Yeah, this is the it's go time, and then we're gonna have the Teddy Roosevelt jewel up. Awesome, I'm very excited. This is tasty. About it. It's very good.
0: But uh, no, yeah, the um the parties, I've I you know I would dress up for them. Um, like the, I had a seersucker jacket, still have it. Yeah, wear that. But then I think at the last party, I was I had a seersucker jacket, but like jeans and a t shirt. It was great, <laughs> so comfortable. I think there was a, a polar bear mask involved too. Oh, of course. So, oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Um, how about you? Um, give me party stories.
1: I mean, I don't know if you can tell by the hat that I'm wearing over my headphones right now, but I have yeah. been to a couple of Kentucky Derby yes. parties, yes. Yeah, Friend of the Pods, uh, Amanda and Nathan, throw a, a fantastic Kentucky Derby party every year, and they, they really do a great blowout and, and having bets on, on who wins what, and, mm. and it, it's a good time. Um, so yeah, I have, I have been to uh, enough parties to have the, my, my fancy Kentucky Derby hat. Mm. I have no other reason to ever wear this hat ever,
0: no, like not just in like summertime or like autumn. Just like,
1: it's, it's, it doesn't block the sun at all. It is no, it, it is doesn't. mesh, basically. It's see-through. <laughs> it, so it's not going to keep my head dry. It's beautiful.
0: I really like it. Thanks.
1: thanks. It's not going to keep my head dry. It's not going to really provide any shade. What is it doing? It's decorative, Wes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's that it just, is. You know, it, it, it's just there to make my head look pretty. It does. It's got a big flower on it, a bow. I guess that's a bow. That's sorry. A bow. It tells you how much I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, my Kentucky Derby hat. I thought I would put it on to really go with the episode. But yeah, I've been to a, quite a few Kentucky Derby parties over the years. When I lived in Virginia, we would have them. Um, it was mostly just an excuse to yell at the television mm-hmm. and bet money and drink.
0: Yeah. It, it, it is exciting. I mean, I, I'll, I'll joke about it all day long, but in truth... Watching the horses run is like, oh shit, this is kind of cool. Like, I, I've, okay, so I've been to a few parties where I'm like, this is kind of dumb. What are we doing? And, I, and then the race starts. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Look, look at them go. Oh my God, who's going to win?
1: And because it's such a short period of time that the race happens, that your, your attention span is held. Mm-hmm. It's not like a baseball game where it's four and a half hours to watch the sporting event, it's two minutes. Everyone watches it. There's no commercial breaks in the middle of it, there's a shit ton of pageantry leading mm-hmm. up to it. And Bob Costas gets way too into the horses. Then it's two minutes and it's over, and that's it. Boom.
0: I just remembered that uh, many years ago, I was at a party where I missed the whole race because we were all a few of us were outside <laughs> talking and bullshitting, and then it come back inside like, "Huh? It's already over? What?"
1: Like, "Oh, whoops." Like,
0: "Oh, well, I guess we can go now." Oh,
1: oh. Well, it's kind of it's kind of the perfect sporting event for like the social media generation because like you can fit basically like an Insta story of the entire race. You or could. Something. And that's oh, that. And that's yeah. that. And you can, but you you can spend four hours talking about the pageantry of salty your mom, mm-hmm. and grand and you, grand wizard face or whatever the other horses. What did. were
0: you? You were the bruiser.
1: I was the greatest bruiser. The greatest bruiser. I think that was me. That you're the greatest. I am the greatest of the bruisers. Of you all are the, the greatest. Bruisers.
0: I'm salty your mom. <laughs> god, I'm so sorry, mothers out there. with oh, Mother's Day coming up too. Oh, god. And
1: here comes salty your mom and down the stretch they come
0: oh dear but yeah
1: i'm uh i'm, I'm excited about it just because it is two minutes and, and then you're it's done. And yeah there you go yeah it's fun and you lost 20 bucks and you're like mm-hmm. oh, right well. i don't know how to gamble i don't know what the things are I'm i guess so
0: shitty at it i mean i've done I it i guesses. can't do it either no I, I just when i was in vegas i'm, I'm looking at like is there a strategy here I'm like what the fuck losing money losing money, losing money. I'm like oh god I did bet on sports more than anything else because I could watch the game at least. Sports ball. Like sports ball, yeah. I could be like, oh, I'll bet on the basketball game. And uh, I got to be there for the um, tournament. So I was there for the Sweet 16 and got to do that. I was like, yay. But other than that, it was like, oh no i'm terrible at it
1: speaking of sports ball tomorrow is the, what's happening
0: tomorrow night
1: it's the nfl draft
0: it is it begins tomorrow it drafting. begins
1: tomorrow that's when our irrational hope or fears
0: yeah. why are we excited i don't why know why are we excited about i don't
1: this? know why i get excited about the nfl draft like they have done such a great job of turning it into like a media event
0: uh-huh. where, where is it this year
1: it's in nashville
0: oh cool
1: which is pretty really cool yeah, they're doing it in, they so it was Chicago for like two years, now mm-hmm. they're in Nashville, and they're going to try to move it around to different cities, but in Nashville there's been a big controversy because they like made them cut down all of these like historic trees because they wanted a bit better visual, and it's just been like a PR nightmare. Ooh,
0: that's, that's stupid, like yeah. why would you cut down all the trees Yeah,
1: so you can hear a bunch of people oh, who are God. drafted and then won't play play till August.
0: Right, so, or get yeah. paid lots of money and maybe just... Not doing anything. As well. Yeah.
1: They can Jamarcus wrestle that shit.
0: They can, yes. Or be drafted by your team, suck for a little while, and then get traded because they're not doing anything, and then just take off.
1: I mean, else. that's usually how we like oh it to go. Oh. That is, uh, that's usually when we when we draft someone. Let's say like Champ Bailey. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw it out a. Throw it out a name. Big time. And, and then send them somewhere else, and then they have that a Hall well, of Fame career.
0: Like Denver or something.
1: I don't know. Just hypothetically. hypothetically. Hypothetically, we send them to Denver. No big deal. For a very good running back in Clinton Portis. But was that really a trade? Was it?
0: Was it? Was that a trade? He had the outfits, though.
1: Mm, Southeast Jerome.
0: <laughs> Gosh. We, we, we had to change the subject because it's getting sad real quick. I was like,
1: oh. I feel like his, his Kentucky Derby name is Southeast Jerome. Clinton Portis, what's your birthday?
0: <laughs> Looking it up right now. Okay,
1: everybody's getting a, a Kentucky Derby horse name. Um, so mint julep. We're we're gonna we're gonna have to switch to our most important questions, which are who do we think should drink a mint julep? I mean, in the in the obvious answer is anyone attending a Kentucky Derby party.
0: Anyone? I think southern. <laughs> yeah, I was to say but southern folk. I
1: think for these questions we have to completely omit the Kentucky Derby entirely. We cannot okay, say the Kentucky okay. Derby for this drink. Okay. So it's any any other day, any other situation, Who okay. who is drinking a mint julep?
0: Hmm. I feel like the, oh, we just talked about, like the card playing gambler.
1: Ooh, that I like seems, it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a dark room. No, let me change that. Okay. It's a covered porch.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. 100%.
0: And it's just some old dudes and maybe someone's a uh, wife who's just killing them at it. Yeah. And yeah, they're all drinking mint juleps.
1: And it's, and it's one of those like muggy nights and there's a port, there's a, there's a fan Oh yeah, on. And, they, and
0: they've been playing for hours, like sunset, like yeah. sun coming through the Spanish Moss and the Live Oaks Uh huh. down to sunset where it's just bugs. Yep. The fan on the porch, the ceiling fan on the porch.
1: It's going full speed. Full speed. Doing nothing.
0: Doing nothing. And yeah,
1: it's and it's oh, yeah. it's still muggy. It's still like Smuggy, eighty-five definitely. degrees. Mm-hmm.
0: And they're just throwing down cement juleps in their uh, glass boots.
1: They wish they had glass yeah, boots. That's right. Never mind. There's they're probably, probably cigars. Those. There's probably some cigars mm-hmm. there.
0: Cigars. They're, yeah, they're doing the silver cups. They're yeah, definitely.
1: yeah. They got they got the real silver cups, and they're smoking cigars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're playing poker, and they've been there for several several hours. Oh,
0: hours upon hours.
1: And uh, probably at least one of them is wearing a pair of khakis.
0: Oh yeah. Then it's too hot for that. It's too
1: hot. Too hot. Why are you wearing khakis? Yeah, ain't got time somebody else. Somebody else is wearing um, um, like a pastel pair of khaki shorts. Right. With like a polo shirt tucked in.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's teal. It's a teal polo it's shirt.
1: It's a teal polo shirt. You're right. Yeah, yeah I see it. now. there was a
0: pink one there too. Uh huh. And maybe like a, a canary yellow.
1: Yeah, they basically look like well,
0: I've just done Easter right there.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's that's what I think of when mint juleps. I imagine white dudes dressed as Easter eggs. Yeah, that they—they're the guys who exactly drink exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you're an entitled white dude and you're dressed in an outfit that looks like you could be an Easter egg, mm-hmm. this is probably the drink for you. Yeah,
0: if you're listening to this at home or in your car and you're like, "Oh, huh, who are they talking about?" It's you. It's
1: you. Do you wear your sunglasses backwards on your neck? It's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit!
0: That's it's you. That's right. And you say "daddy" and you're and you're <laughs> post twelve. Yeah. If yeah. you're
1: if you have hit puberty and you still use the phrase "daddy," you can drink a mint julep. <laughs> You can. It's, it's a drink for you. It's a safe place. Don't worry about it.
0: Uh, side note. Yes. Uh, Clinton Portis, his derby name is Vanilla Collusion.
1: That is 100% his
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: 100% correct. 100%. Vanilla Collusion. Vanilla Collusion. collusion.
0: <laughs> oh, I love this thing. This is great.
1: I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And there's a photo of a horse with a mint julep smoking a cigar. Wow!
1: <laughs> oh my god! Please screen grab that yep, for me. Thank doing you that. so much. Oh my gosh! <sighs> when I started this episode, I didn't know how enriching it was gonna be.
0: Oh yeah, I had a funny feeling because it's just—I just, just again—I've had the mint julep only at derby parties or on the weekend of the race. Yeah. So I've, I've got a lot of my memories and stories are from that. And it's funny to take the race out of it and think of, like, who does drink this and where. And, but it's definitely the South. Maybe someone in Chicago is having one. Maybe
1: maybe in Portland, Oregon. Maybe would, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe ironically?
0: Ironically, for sure. Like, yeah, they're not serious.
1: I am not comfortable going to a bar and ordering a mid julep. I wouldn't do it.
0: I don't think I would either. Wait, would you now that we're talking about it, would you, would you do it here in Nashville? You think they would do it?
1: No, I think they would look at me weird. I think they would be like, we're not serving those right now. And I'd be like, you have simple syrup, bourbon, and mint.
0: I, w- I will have it now.
1: They're, yeah, just Just give me a, a damn julep. But I don't know. I, yeah, I have to think about that one because I do like them. They're very good. And, you know, if it's a day like today where it's 83 degrees and sunny and beautiful and spring is here and you feel optimistic and happy and you can sit outside and drink... Yeah, I, I guess I could see a mint julep being in that situation, but honestly, if the drinks that we've had, I'd probably have a daiquiri over that. Right.
0: Yeah, you would. Yeah. I would too.
1: Um, where else do I think somebody should drink a mint julep? I think it would be, hist- it, it is also a, a hilarious to drink in like a snowstorm. Oh, like interesting. Like to, if it's, if you're like out on the slopes, uh-huh. snowy, snowy location. So you're You're skiing and there's great snow, but it's like the first sunny day and there's like those dick bags out there in shorts that are skiing. Yep. Um, and it's that beautiful sunny day. I think it's very funny, or there's something very funny about, like, taking ice and snow and making your julep from the snow. Because mint, mint is impossible to kill. Like, mint's going to pretty, yeah. pretty much grow all the Anywhere. time. all the time. Um, so I think there'll some, be something delightful and fun and, and refreshing about drinking a mint julep skiing, just because it's so different. Like usually, you want something cuddling by the fire, but if it's like a warm day on the slopes, and you're, it's that uh, warm, like optimism, it's like spring optimism. I could see that being the drink. Yeah, I like. That. I could be entirely wrong. No, I like it. The time, where has the time gone? Where has the time gone? Uh, that was that was a drink. That was good. Guess. Anyway, yeah, I think that that's that's probably what I'd say for wh- who sh- who should drink a mint julep. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's a tricky one because it is only attached to like a single event,
0: right? Like you like, said, what one other day drink? Of it, the year. What
1: other drink is like that? I was trying to think of any other drink in my mind. Like eggnog, is Christmas period. You don't eat drink eggnog outside of the Christmas season.
0: Uh, yeah, though I have to say, eggnog does typically sell at the say like the ABC store. Yeah, the hard eggnog, hard, is uh, before Thanksgiving. So if people do drink eggnog, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, like those two holidays. So it's like a whole season. Yeah, it's a whole season, it seems like.
1: Late fall, early winter yeah, season yeah. is eggnog season. Crazy. But it's not a single day.
0: No, no. This is right. This is a single day beverage.
1: Yeah. I, Manischewitz, maybe? <laughs> it's <laughs> like trying to think of anything that's a single day drink. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I was running blanks. I had nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, good. Mm-hmm. But uh, nothing. No. All right. We're going to do our final... Our final julep, and then we'll, we'll wrap up.
0: All right. See you in a minute. I'm
1: going to keep my hat on. Okay. I did put out a tweet about America by choice, plumber by birth, and I'm getting some responses to it. That's amazing. Because America.
0: America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess
1: if you were uh, American by choice, plumber by birth, that's the person I want to meet. That's the person I want to interview.
0: Yeah, like born a plumber. You know, plumber by birth. American yeah. by choice. Yeah,
1: but like emigrated. Immigrated yeah, like, immigrated to America. Yeah. From a from Plumber Stan.
0: Oh, right. Plummer Survania. Mm-hmm. Plumbersburg. Plumbersburg. Um, yeah. That's better. That's better. A lot of plumbers there.
1: Whole lot. I mean, you're born as a plumber. That's right.
0: That's your birthright. You have to do that. But you just chosen to go to you know land of the yeah. free. Yeah, you're like brave.
1: hey, I was born in Plumbersburg. I don't have a job here because everyone here is a plumber. Mm-hmm. Turns out our sewage system, phenomenal.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But there's no jobs. So I immigrated <laughs> to the United States where they desperately need plumbers.
0: I'm picturing like the montage of the like plumber school and all the students are learning moves and this little kid sitting at a desk like as the camera kind of moves one side of the screen. The, every new shot is like, oh, I just don't fit in. Like <laughs> I can read like the kids realizing there's just too many plumbers here.
1: This is, just, you know what? There's no place for me here.
0: No, no. So where am I going to go?
1: He's like, I'm a plumber, but I, I'm also really interested in whittling. Right. And they're like, no What's whittling you're in you're Plumbersburg. You're born a plumber. Son, That's in Plumbersburg pl- we plumb.
0: <laughs> We're speaking in native Plumbersburg, by the way. Uh,
1: plumber, Plumbersburg. <laughs> you've,
0: got to, you've got to be a plumber. <laughs> you're born a plumber, you crazy kid.
1: You, you got a monkey wrench in one hand and some schedule 40 PVC.
0: I'm a plumber. Your grandfather's a plumber. Your great-granddaddy's a plumber. Everyone's been a plumber. If Your you're a, plumber, gonna be a and you're like, plumber, yeah. So sorry if you're pissed off. Like I don't sound like that. I'm a plumber.
1: No, you're like I'm. A, I'm very articulate. I'm yeah, sure you are. You are. We're not making you, fun of you. We're no, making no. fun of a T-shirt.
0: You you were probably American by birth. So you know, it's not I didn't
1: you. even check to see if his ass crack was hanging out. I oh, I
0: that was first, second thing I would have looked at. I was in the shirt.
1: You know, I didn't want to objectify him. I was so shocked that it went from America by birth to plumber that I didn't. I had to read the shirt about four times to make sure I wasn't like missing anything in the middle. <laughs> I wasn't. It was just like a hand holding an American flag in the oh, middle.
0: That's amazing. But
1: yeah, I, I I think his ass crack was not hanging out in the middle of the grocery store, but I could have.
0: shirt sure could have been covering I it. Was, you never know.
1: I was so distracted. It was a bright orange shirt, too. Oh, so even better. You can't miss that. Mm-hmm.
0: Holy shit. He wants the world to he know. He
1: wants the world to know that like, he by is. By the way. He, he chose this life. <laughs> Plum life.
0: I wonder what it would be like if he caught you looking at the shirt. Like, is it one of those people that's like, yeah.
1: And I, I am. and my my look is just qua? Uh, uh, you know, like when animals look at you and they're not quite one hundred percent sure what you're doing. Mm. That was all my all animals was. look at me like that. Yeah, <laughs> regularly, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what my face was doing with the um, America by birth plumber by choice uh, shirt. Yeah, Qua. Uh, qua? Uh? Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't have any don't have any good responses to that. He probably doesn't drink mint juleps. That's what I'm gonna come down to.
0: I just i what, what if he's got the shirt on. Uh, weeks from now, drinking a mint julep, listening to this podcast. And he's like, like hey, I'm a plumber. <laughs> he's like, that's my shirt. I'm born in America. and I, 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 just got, I got it this from my lifestyle. daddy. Shit. I, oh, the plumber family is going to be so
1: happy. I mean, if yeah, let's, you know what, let's go with that. He was America by choice, and then he married into the plumber family. Their last name is Plumber, like mm-hmm. Christopher Plumber. Mm-hmm. And it's actually for a family reunion.
0: That is exactly what it is. And we yeah. have been misinterpreting. We this have the missed entire the whole time. thing. Misinterpreting. <laughs>
1: just, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's a family thing. You married I'm sorry, into it?
1: Travis Plummer.
0: Travis Plummer. <laughs> By marriage.
1: By marriage. His father in law is Travis Plummer. That's who I'm trying to not insult.
0: Yeah, Travis Plummer, great guy.
1: Yeah, I mean. And he and he's like he works in IT. Like I mean, I've I've been I've been projecting so much onto Travis Plummer. He's not a plumber. No, I, he works in IT. IT. Guy. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Project management.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's fine. That's um the mint julep. I'm I'm not one hundred percent sold on it being like an any everyday drink.
0: No, it's it's good. It's sweet. It's tasty. I have a sweet tooth, so I, I like it. But I'm still you know being completely honest, I'm not gonna pursue it after the derby. So
1: no, I will say the so I'm I'm drinking we we're, we're drinking the Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. The Teddy Roosevelt is rye and brandy rather than bourbon Hmm. so we got we have the rye and brandy mix and then the simple syrup and and mint it has a different flavor profile but it's still pretty much the same like the you know rye is has a bigger bite than than bourbon Mm -hmm. adding brandy just makes the rye taste more like bourbon like it's it softens the rye. like i don't understand i love teddy roosevelt but i have a lot of questions about this drink
0: and there's still the mint
1: there's still the mint did we ever figure out what teddy roosevelt's kentucky derby name was Mm.
0: Let's do that real quick. I had his birthday. We looked up Clinton Portis. Now we're going to do Teddy.
1: Teddy Beverly Roosevelt. Oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, oh my gosh. Teddy Roosevelt's Kentucky Derby horse name is Man-O-Bruiser.
0: Man-O-Bruiser.
1: With an apostrophe. It's Man-O-Bruiser. man
0: o Yeah, and there's a photo of a horse wearing a necklace with a dollar sign on it.
1: I feel like... This is, bad. This, is this, the bad is, this is the most accurate thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Teddy Roosevelt's, his Kentucky Derby horse name is Man O Bruiser. Man O Bruiser. That I've never read anything more accurate. Um,
0: you're the greatest bruiser, though.
1: I am the greatest bruiser. That's
0: supposed to be clear. Like, he's the Man O Bruiser. You're the greatest bruiser.
1: Yeah. Of I, the bruisers. Of all the bruisers, I am the greatest bruiser. Me and TR.
0: <laughs> I'm just salty your mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> salty your mom. Try America. Do A and then Four.
0: For oh, July. Gonna, so we can we check for the plumber. <laughs> Lit payday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Holy
0: shit. There's a white horse with a rose in its mouth. <laughs> it's a damn
1: bachelor. It's a Lit
0: payday. Ba- <laughs> damn. Coming at you. Coming in hot.
1: Equine bachelor. That
0: horse was American born and it's chosen to be a plumber. Look at that.
1: Look at that. That is, that is a damn American horse.
0: Lit payday. Lit
1: payday. Payday is America as a Kentucky... That's
0: what the plumber has I mean, tattooed on his left cheek.
1: Do we say America as its first name? Do we say United States? I mean, there, you, can, you can ask a lot of questions on this. You, feel free to go and, and try out the Kentucky Derby horse generator. Anyway, guys, it's been an entertaining episode. It
0: certainly has.
1: I hope you had as much fun as we did. I hope you put on some big hats. Oh, uh, what is United I States? Did
0: United States. It's rip, roar, and payday.
1: <laughs> okay, that's more accurate. <laughs> rip, roar, Rip and payday. Rip, roar, and
0: payday. Rip, right. roar, payday. woo
1: that That is a horse that holds your beer while you do something.
0: <laughs> it's talked you into doing something like, uh-huh. I'll hold your beer, you go do it. Yeah. Rip or on pie
1: That horse, the halter just has beer, like, uh-huh. koozies on the side. That's a Western saddle that has a uh, Yeti saddle bag.
0: <laughs>
1: that's what that is. Oh, that's great. If somebody was to put a Salt Life sticker on a horse, that would be the horse. That would
0: be the horse. <laughs> 100%. 100%.
1: 100%. Uh, <laughs> Guys, you can follow Wes on Twitter at 30 Minutes or Wes. Please do. You can follow me at Spoona. You can follow the podcast at Just The Tipple or, oh shit, I don't remember. I think it's Just The Tipple Just Pod. Just The
0: Tipple Pod, yeah.
1: Um, we're on Instagram at JT Tipple Pod. Um, you can look us up online at JustTheTipplePod.com. You can find all our social media and stuff there. Please like and subscribe. Give us some reviews. Send us some questions. If you you have a really good Kentucky Derby horse generator name. Please send it to us. We would love to see these. We will, we will share some great ones on our Instagram if you have some good ones. So send them on to us. Uh, we would love to, to see what your name is. If, if you can beat Teddy Roosevelt or America, then then yeah, you're better yeah. than all the if plumbers you're feeling out there.
0: like a lit payday, do it.
1: Lit payday. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you next time. Thanks. We'll get the next round.